It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Gary Payton II, and you are listening to The Morning Rose on 95.7 The Game. See, this is the problem with Philadelphia. This is this goes back to my original problem. Oh, our fans, we're tougher than anyone. No, you're lower life scumbags more than anyone, and I'm sick of it. We we've perpetuated this this. It's okay to be a dirty, crappy fan in Philadelphia because that's what Philly fans do. That I'm so sick of it. If Niner fans did this, okay, you know what they would file it under? Thugs. Am I wrong? Yeah. You know why? Because our fan base looks a little different than the Philadelphia fan base. Yeah. Believe me, I've been to both stadiums. All right? I'm so sick of this. We do this thing with Philadelphia fans. Oh, oh, you you don't know what's coming for you. What? A bunch of low-life scumbags cussing and swearing yeah. and throwing things at people? Yeah. Like, I'm so sick of it. And you know what? Good for Debo for hanging up on him. Screw Philadelphia. Now we're here. <laughs> now we're here. And you know, I wouldn't even call them thugs. That's giving them too much credit. Because thugs, in my mind, are guys who are going to kick your ass. Guys who are tough, mean. There's nothing mean about Philadelphia fans. They're a bunch of nerds who call you a bunch of names. And That's all things. they are. You're a punk. F you. I'm going to stick my little middle finger at you. You know, they call you a bunch of homophobic slurs. But as soon and and this happened to us that whole weekend. As soon as I turned around and said, what was that? It's just a game, man. So, no, you're not thugs. Because a thug would have been like, you heard what I said. Screw you. No, they were saying, well, it's just a game, man. It's just a game. So they are scumbags. I agree with that. They're, they're, you know. It's not all of them. You know, it's, it's about. It's not all It's about of 90% them. of them. I don't know about that. I wouldn't but, put it. There are bad. There are good and bad fans in every fan No, no, no. no. 90% of Eagles fans are trash. Well, <laughs> Straight here, up. Here, Let's look, just look, be real. 90% of their fan base is trash. All right. Well, let me. Let me. You let know. Me, let me, and I'm not caping back. No, 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 no. But I'm going to say what I'm saying. Right. There are good and bad fans in every fan base. We can identify groups of people that give a bad name to everyone. I'm just saying I've been to a lot of games, and there's this thing that the media does. Just hear me out. There's this thing that the Philadelphia media does in general where you just wait till the fans get a hold of you, where it's like, well, wait a minute. So now we're saying being physical, getting in people's faces, throwing things at them, pouring beers on them, spitting on them. That's just part of the culture that's acceptable. Raise your standards. 
Well, because like, I know my culture and my family, and I would say, yeah, that's not acceptable. And nor do I take these airwaves. I'm not even a journalist. I don't take these airwaves. I'm like, oh, you wait till Warrior fans get a hold of you. No, no I'm like, no, happen. I expect our fans to be better than that. All right, but we have Elliot Shore Parks on, and he's a reporter for 94 WIP out in Philadelphia. And we made the rounds there during the NFC title weekend. It wasn't a great weekend for us. Have fun at the studio. The studio's nice. The studio's nice, but a couple of their people got checked. Ishka Bibbles was delicious. It was delicious. I love, and I love Ready Terminal. I love Ready Terminal. Philadelphia's cool. Ready Terminal was delicious. But at 5 07 a.m. yesterday, this, we missed this. This is unbelievable. Some out of nowhere, L.A. Shore Parks, who we have on the line right now, tweeted the 49ers have to be the most overrated contender the NFL has had going into a season in a very long time. It's as if the Cleveland Browns never existed. Come on. It's as if some of those Tampa Bay Buccaneer teams weren't overrated. It's as if some of those Philadelphia Eagle teams weren't overrated, like the Dream Team back in 2011. So, Elliot Shore Parks, welcome to the West Coast. We're going to get dogged. I don't know what you signed up. I don't think you know what you signed up for. But I'll let you defend yourself with this horrible tweet that you put out there. And I know a bad take is better than no take at all. I see it on your Twitter bio. But the most overrated contender you've seen in the NFL in years? Have you watched the NFL outside of Philadelphia, Elliot? Well, I'll give it to you. The 49ers are better than the Browns. So we can, we can start with an agreement on that. But, no, I mean, they're just overrated. And I think it's pretty simple. And you'll say it's beyond this and it's not. But, no, it's this simple. 49ers don't have a quarterback, and that's all that matters in the NFL. You can talk to me about how good their roster is and their defensive line. They do have a good defense and how they have some weapons on offense. They, they do have weapons. If you don't have a quarterback, it does not matter. So when I look at the other quarterback, the other contenders going into the season, right, like in the AFC, obviously tons of loaded quarterbacks there. You look at the Eagles, they have Jalen Hurts, almost won MVP last year. The 49ers have a good roster, but if you don't have a quarterback, it doesn't matter. So when I project who's a real contender this year, I cannot take a team led with no quarterback as a serious contender. Who's the next best quarterback in the NFC that strikes fear in you then? Because I clearly agree with you that the Eagles absolutely are a contender. There's No no one's dismissing that, and Jalen is probably the class of the entire NFC, I think, head and shoulders. But like, look around the NFC. It's not like it's murderer's row. I agree with you on that, but Brock Purdy is probably what? The seventh? <sighs> best quarterback in the NFC, and so that's really what it comes down to. You say, what are the quarterbacks? Where are you? Dak Prescott, way better quarterback than Brock Purdy. Well, he lost to Brock Purdy in the playoffs. Wait, wait, wait. He did, he He did, he did, but but Brock Purdy didn't play well in that game. Dak had a year last year that wasn't Wait, wait, time out, time out, time out. Dak had multiple turnovers in that game, and Brock had none. So that Brock outplayed Dak in that particular game, even though the game is more nuanced than did, that. Did Brock not like, outplay Geno Smith? that game right before did, yours. Did, did Brock can not you outplay Geno Smith? Guys, can you guys say to me with a serious face that going into this year you would rather have Brock Purdy than Dak Prescott? I would not worry. I would not, Dak Prescott ain't win you nothing. So did, who would you take? Whether it's you Jimmy Garoppolo. Would, what, hold on, Elliot, Elliot, Elliot. Whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo with a broken thumb and a right shoulder and we can stand Jimmy Garoppolo, or whether it's Brock Purdy. They're 2-0 against Dak Prescott the last two years of the playoffs. They beat him in his house, and they beat him out here on the West Coast. So I don't – I don't. no, I would not rather have Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott ain't won a damn thing. And neither has Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's won, what, two playoff games, right? One, where One against Dak. The other against an overrated <laughs> Seattle team. Every other GM in the league would take Dak Prescott. So you guys can say hey, you Brock. Deep down, I know you would take Dak. Elliot Shore Parks. Jimmy Garoppolo – 
Jimmy Garoppolo won playoff games. Oh He's way God. better than Brock Purdy. Oh, my God. Did you not watch the playoffs? This tells me everything I need to know about you. Jimmy Garoppolo won playoff games. They beat the Green Bay Packers without scoring an offensive touchdown. What game were you watching? What game? Well, I watched Jimmy Garoppolo almost throw up over himself in Dallas Cowboys. And by the way, you say Brock Purdy only has two playoff wins. How many playoff wins did Jalen Hurts have? Jalen Hurts has two, but he's oh, only oh, oh. <laughs> same amount of okay. playoff so wins. I'm taking Jalen. Jalen Hurts. I'm taking Jalen. But who would Come you on. rather take? Who would you rather take? Jalen was good. Of course, I'm taking Jalen. Of course, you you can justify all you want. You know Brock Purdy's not the end. But you said you know overrated contender. The biggest yes, contender towards you guys in Philadelphia are the 49ers. Come on, keep it real. The team is as good as their quarterback. You can sit here and say, you know, great offensive line, defensive line. Look at the Super Bowl, but which the Eagles lost. So going into that game, it was, well, the Eagles have a better roster. They're better at 50, you know, whatever. However many starters are better than the Chiefs roster. Why did they lose? Because the Chiefs had Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. So ultimately, the team is as good as its quarterback. And if you look at the other teams that are contenders in the NFL, they all have way better quarterbacks than Brock Purdy. If Brock Purdy's even ready, if, then if you have to go to that, it's Trey Lance or Sam Darnold. You guys have one of the worst quarterback situations I have seen of contending teams in a really long time. What's a really long time? About, Is it yeah, five years, Jared, ten years, Jared three years, Goff? two years? Yeah, Jared Goff. I, I mean, years give, ago give me a long time. Give me a long time. Jared, well, first of all, Jared Goff was way better than Brock Purdy was last year. Number one. Number two, Jared Goff. The numbers don't wait. Time out. The numbers did, don't. Did, did that you not watch Brock Purdy out dual Tom Brady? On that. I did you not watch any games outside of Philadelphia, Elliot? Brock Purdy showed some promising signs. He's also completely unproven. He's coming off a major arm surgery again. Name me a team that was a contender that had a worse quarterback situation. Well, I just gave you one. I gave you the Rams. The Rams, when they had Jared Goff, Jared Goff was mediocre. C.J. Anderson was running the ball down team's throats to get to that Super Bowl. And Jared Goff was, and I love Jared. He's from, he's from this area. But Jared was a pedestrian. He was a passenger on that bus. Okay, so if you're comparison, so I think Goff has improved and is better now. Agreed. But, but why were we talking about You were talking then. about contenders. And then Jimmy yeah, Garoppolo. Contenders. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo, right. they if, were a contender and were a quarter away from, obviously, losing and losing to Patrick Mahomes with Jimmy Garoppolo, who's very mediocre and threw like six passes in the NFC Championship game. So this team is uniquely equipped, unlike the other ones, which I agree with you. There, It's a rare case. This is a unique situation. But the rest of the roster, it's like diminishing everything. they got a top left tackle. They've got a top middle linebacker. Some great personnel. One of the best running backs in the game. Great secondary. I mean, come on, man. I, I understand that I, the quarterback situation is murky. But here's, where we di- but here's where we disagree. I agree with you that their roster is good, but the other teams that also have good quarterbacks also have really good rosters. But they've right? won so, seven you- playoff games in the last three years with that crappy quarterback position. See, we just disagree on Jimmy G. And I look, I'll, I'll concede, you guys know more about Jimmy G than me. You watched every snap he's ever taken. But Jimmy G at least has been in playoff games and won them. Brock Purdy, again, got, like Brock Purdy, I think, is significantly worse at this point in his career than Jimmy G was at his best. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Elliot Shore Parks here on the morning roast on 95-70 game. He spells Elliot with one L. One L, not two L. One L, one T, one of everything, yeah. yeah. There you go, there you go. And he called the Niners the most overrated contender the NFL has had going into a season in a very long time. All right, 
Let's get to the business. Let's get to the other business here. You guys at 94 WIP, clip my guy over here, Joe Shasky the Butcher, calling your fan base out, which your fan base are scumbags. Let's just be real, Elliot. No, I, 90% of it is. Let me finish, Shasky. Let me finish with this. Let me finish with this. 90% of your yeah. Eagle fan base are scumbags. I'm not going to call them thugs because they're punks. Because whenever you walk up on them, they back away. They say, hey, man, it's just a football game. So why are your fan base like that? They say it's just passion. I just think it's despicable. I I, I don't think that's a way to enjoy a football game. You want to call me names, this and that? How about you talk some trash? Why is your fan base like that, Elliot? Well, I just don't think you really know what you're talking about, to be honest. But also, I think you're just focusing on the fans because you can't focus on the team. Like, oh, I focus all over the team. So, all so over the team. So you're, so you're deciding to focus on the fans. Oh, no, 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 no. You want to talk football, we can talk football, whatever. Elliot. I just asked no, you a question saying, about the so fan base. What, what you want to talk about football, we can talk fans, football. What we, makes we, the fans scumbags? Because they curse in the stadium? No, is, no. Is throwing no, things, no, 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 touching no, no, people. No. That, come on, you would agree. Come on, be reasonable. I would agree. Well, no, no, I'm asking you. You be reasonable. I don't care what fan base it is. Touching people, throwing things at them, spitting on them, firing beers and hot dogs at them. So it's Come cool. On, call, man. So you telling me it's cool Come to call on, people man. homophobic slurs? It's cool to call people homophobic slurs. That's okay. That's just a football game. Hey, it's just a football no, game. No, I, I agree. Everything you're saying is unacceptable, but it does happen, unfortunately, in all stadiums. Like it just does, and that's unfortunate. So if you want to have a large, but the other cities, about, here's what I would look. say: the other cities' media do not come out and go, "Ha, that's just Dodger fans." Ha. That's just what us Yankee fans do. Would you agree the media takes some culpability in this as well? I mean, we've had Howard Eskin no, on. Not, we've had Cataldi on. And they're out there puffing their chest like it's a badge of honor when I say no. Like, raise your standards a little. Be a better citizen. You're going to a football game, for Christ's sake. I mean, come yes. on. We all agree. If your ultimate point is don't use homophobic slurs and throw things at people, yes. Good point by you. We agree on that. Okay. But when you talk That's about fair. the, the wait, wait, when you talk about the media wearing it as a badge of honor in Philadelphia, you're wrong about that. What we what Philadelphians wear as a badge of honor is that they are probably the best sports city in the entire country. You could debate, you know, maybe Chicago, Boston, but certainly, certainly those are the top three. Philadelphia has earned the reputation as a good sports city because of their fans and the home environment. Are there bad sports fans in every city? Yes, but the Agreed. difference is. Philadelphia and the national media likes to focus on Philly because 50 years ago, someone threw a snowball at Santa Claus, and that became the reputation. So, so here what I, if here, your whole point is just talking about, you know, like, bad things fans do, then let's talk about other fan bases. It happens all the time. Well, uh, here, I will give you my experiences. I was in Boston for the finals for the Warriors versus the Celtics, and I walked out of a loss and a victory, okay, in both situations. I went to the NFC Championship game the year prior against the L.A. Rams in L.A., all right? We lost that game, walked out of that bad boy, and then I went to Philadelphia for the NFC Championship game this year. All right, so I'm giving you my experiences. There was nothing even close, nothing even close to what I saw this year. And I have it on video, which we posted online, and you can make the judgment for yourself. I mean, it's pretty clear cut to me. You touch people, you throw things at people, you get in people's faces, you spit them. Like, that's low-level scumbaggery. And if we did that in any other fan base, me as somebody who's a part of this fan base, because I'm a big fan, I say, that's unacceptable. That's I wouldn't file it under, huh, that's just how us Niner fans are. Because that's ridiculous. But nobody's... Nobody's saying that's just how Eagles fans are. And also, I, I apologize, I guess, that you had a poor experience at the no, game. I, I don't think that qualifies you to say what all Philadelphia fans are like overall because you had one bad experience. But also, what you're doing is you're saying the Philadelphia media 
in me, right? Or not me, but you're saying Philadelphia media as a whole is condoning the poor behavior. Well, you guys Nobody did. I, I was did. at 94 no, WIP, no, no, LA. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to, you know, I know Shasky's being politically correct towards you. But LA is short parks. I appreciate you coming on. But let me tell you, I went to W. Bubble Bath Boy, Joe DeCamera told us not to wear our gear. You're going to die out there. We I walked out there with our gear. That. It sounds like whatever, dude. And I told, I told everybody in Philadelphia where the hell I was sitting. And when I sat down, I was safe and sound, and I was cool. I didn't have a problem. The problem was all the other stuff. But then that Monday, we come in. You guys kicked our ass. I, hey, you you get credit for that. Your team was dominant. I thought you guys were going to blow out Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Probably, you're probably going to regret that one. And, or you guys are blame the yeah, field like you did all offseason. Yeah. Uh, but the next day at WIP, guys are like, well, that's just passion. That's just who we are. Really? That's just who you're? So your media actually did say that's who you they were. They lean into it. <laughs> you, you, okay. media did well, that as a badge of honor. They lean into it. This is where I think we disagree. You're saying that our media, and I wasn't there, so I can't speak exactly what was said. But if, if you're saying our media is saying it's okay to hit people and throw things, no, that's not. No, no, no. What your media said was that's just who we are. <laughs> yes. So that's just who, who you are. Philadelphia fans are is, is and it's despicable, Elliot. Stadium? And it's just dis- it's despicable who you guys are. That's what it is. You guys are the lowest no, of the low. You're wrong about that. No, you, no, you, you guys are the lowest of the low. You ain't gonna change my mind. You ain't gonna change my mind. So December third, we're coming out there to kick your ass, Elliot. We're coming out there to kick your ass. It's on. You're kicking your ass. Slam. Week thirteen, right? We'll see in week thirteen. I guess. Hey, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Debo Samuel, because like we will meet in the middle here. Let's let's meet in the middle on football talk. Me and B both agreed. God damn it. Can the Niners just be quiet? Do they have to keep crying and whining about the woulda, coulda, shoulda? You lost, right? You could feel it internally, but you don't say it externally. It's the loser's limp. We don't want to hear about it. Like, it does stink. How does Debo land, especially this offseason? Does he feel like a huge crybaby to Eagles fans? Yeah, so I would say the biggest rivalry the Eagles have had in their franchise history is the Dallas Cowboys. It's a big deal every week. Everyone cares about it. Beat Dallas. Dallas sucks all those things. I have never seen a fan base more excited to play <laughs> and beat a team than the Eagles are with the 49ers in Week 13. Oh my God. All we talk about, it's on the radio every day. They're complaining. They're criers. And here's the funny thing. I think the Niners are probably, they have some truth, right? Like, that game was over once Brock Purdy went down. Yeah, it sucked. That's why why you saw the NFL change the rule. But I agree with you, the 49ers players should not be complaining about it publicly. I love when athletes are are honest, but I I don't think they should be doing it. I mean, the kicker's out here complaining. I'm like, dog, look. It was a bad look. It was a bad look for for the city of San Francisco. No doubt about it. Hey, LA, you held your own. I'll give you some credit. So wait, so keep it It real with me. It was a good time. You guys have all that. You you well when you come here. You guys deserve it. Hey, look, we're having fun with it, right? Hey, from one Odyssey station to another, we're both getting great traction off this bad boy. (laughs) Uh, But no, on the real. Cowboy fans are number one. Years and years and years of equity in terms of the, the the rivalry going back and forth. You got Giants fans and obviously Washington fans in there somewhere. But you think currently the Niners are about the top of the heat for, for Eagles fans? I don't think just for Eagles fans. I think of any team of any four sports. I think right now if you ask any fan walking down the street, if they could beat any team, whether baseball, basketball, no one cares about hockey anymore here, but any of those teams, <laughs> they would all say the 49ers because yeah. of how the players – have complained all offseason. I think it's the biggest game oh. we'll, we'll have in Philly in a really long time. Well, really? And we're bringing Javon Hargrave. We're bringing Javon <laughs> Hargrave. We got Debo back. Freddie Ayuk. We got some weapons coming for your asses out there in Philadelphia. Well, and we I'm have a quarterback. And trust me. Hey, and when we kick your ass in December, Elliot, 
Don't blame the turf. No, 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 Don't no. blame the turf like it did in the Super Bowl. Oh, my God, the grass was bad. The NFL did a bad job with the grass. I want to Brock Purdy thing. I find this interesting. I want, I'll, 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 we'll keep stepping on you, and I apologize. We're, we're two maniacs here. No. Hey, on the real. I love it. Give me the outside view of Brock Purdy because we – look, internally, there's a, a big portion of the fan base. This is our guy. He's our dude. And there's a lot of people like, he's the dude, but he's kind of small. And was it a one-year wonder? And then, uh, How do you view the Brock Purdy thing right now? I think he's unproven. And I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say he's bad because, yes, he did play well last year. You know, in the, nine, in the game against the Cowboys, he did have that dropped interception in the red zone. But outside of that, he did play well. I do think he delivers a nice, accurate ball. I think you guys have an excellent head coach, and if he can run that offense, I think he could be successful. He's just unproven. And that's why, you know, to go back to where all this started, I just look and I go, the other good teams, or great teams, I should say, because the Niners do have a great roster, but if you have an unproven quarterback, that's such a, that, that's just a really big deal to me. So I think Brock Purdy has potential. Would it surprise me if come December I'm calling your station and sounding like an idiot again because you guys are, are good? It wouldn't completely shock me, but I just think until you have a quarterback, I, I, I can't take it seriously. So you, basically, is unproven. so you basically used the word overrated wrong. Because they're not really overrated. Oh. They're your biggest rival right now in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, You're more point. worried about no, the 49ers are. than any other team. So they're not really overrated. Well, you just don't think overrated. they're as good as you guys are. No, no. The Eagles are way Cause, better. Because overrated would say the Niners are going to finish 7-10. That's overrated. The Niners are going to be in the playoffs. You know that. And we're going to see yeah, you guys they, again. They, they probably will. But I, like, are they definitely going to win the division? I don't know. Overrated to me is I think when I looked last night, I think they were fifth or sixth and Super Bowl odds, something like that, they are not the best. They are not a top-five team in the NFL. So to me, that's why they're overrated. Overhate or overrate? O- overrate. Overrate. No, I know. It was, it was a joke. It's, so, it didn't work well. How long, how, how, so I know, I know Debo, and we're going to get you off in just a second, but how long did you guys blame the grass in the Super Bowl in Glendale, Arizona? Did you, Two weeks, three weeks? Or did you blame Gannon? Did you blame Sirianni? Because you guys always point fingers in Philadelphia. No, look, I, I, fans have brought up the grass too much, in my opinion. Now, the grass, was, the grass was out of the Eagles' control, so I would say that's a slight difference than what happened within the, the rules of a game. But you are right. The, the grass has absolutely, come up, has absolutely come up a bunch. So the Eagles are to blame for that loss. Turnovers, poor coaching, they're to blame. But haven't complained as much as 49ers fans yeah. and hey, players. That's scheduling that's soft this year, Elliot. Hey, hey, that's scheduling soft this year. Hey, I'm going to keep it 100. <laughs> You're a fun sport. I'll come back on again. Okay. This was fun. And I know we were jamming down your throat. You're you're holding your own. You're holding uh, I was serve. jamming down his throat. I got yeah, something to ask you. Hey, hey, LA it, Shore hey, Park, you're fine. Hey, you're fine. Odyssey, but but we're coming to kick your ass in December. There ain't no love yeah. here on the West Coast. Tell me check for all the run I that I've been I will forever think your fan base is full of scumbags. 90% of them, Elliot. And you take that to the bank. No, nah, well, you day. guys are wrong about that, but maybe we'll talk again in December. Right, you know we'll what? Talk. We can meet at an Ishkabibble somewhere, and you can nah, buy me one of those Niners jerseys from Mitchell and S. I want nobody around me from well, Philadelphia. The way you guys talk about Philly fans, I don't know if I want to walk around the street. <laughs> That's maybe true. We'll find, we'll find a place to get it to you. All right, Have a good one, buddy. Have fun. All right, talk to you guys later. Elliot Short Park. I ain't eating no cheesesteak with him. I want nothing to do with him.